You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish football banter. Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the host of the podcast and tonight I'm joined by John and Chris. All right, guys? All right. Evening. All right, Greg's away out on the piss, so he's no he's not coming on tonight. Aye, I just wonder when he said if he was out in the town, is he away to Glasgow or is he away to Motherwell? Well, I don't know, I don't know, but he's used a sweary word in our uh, group chat on WhatsApp. A sweary word? I think, aye, I think he's been drinking. <laughs> been drinking a bit too much. Been drinking all that, cra- all that craft beer? Aye, the craft beer, aye, you're right. Craft... <laughs> what was aye, the sweary word, <laughs> What's that? What's that, Chris? I was just saying, what was the swear word? Aki? Did I see where the swear word was? Aye, exactly. I'm trying to think as well. Like, oh, no, right, okay. I'll say that. It's the very last ah. message. Right. Yes, we'll, we'll not mention that because we don't want really to have to explicit the, the podcast to me. Aye, aye. Well, don't go I'm, too far. I'm having a look now to see what you're saying. <laughs> oh, there we are. I missed, how did I miss that? Oh, it's because I, I sent a message at the same time. I must have sent it at the same time and I've missed it. But it's his suggestion for the charity bet is Motherwell away at Aki's. We're going to F them. Yeah. Oh, I was about, I was I about to say he's, he's suggesting that Motherwell may beat their Lanarkshire uh, uh, opponents. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yes. <laughs> By a severe mandem. <laughs> Makes a change for me being the one that does the swearing. I oh no, you'd normally just crude, John. I, I usually just crude with it. <laughs> What was it? The feedback earlier on in the, was about, ah, like, I like giving the innuendo, innuendo comments. Innuendo? Aye, well, that as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I found innuendo in Frozen when I watched it last night, so. Oh, oh I've not watched it all. Don't ruin it for me, Chris. Aye. <laughs> uh, how many other people are getting chatted about Frozen? Aye, <laughs> I, I will discuss the, the plot That's details just... next week once I've watched the full one because it's, I've only watched half of it. It's quite a long film for me. So you know, I, I've, I've got, I thought I was behind the times when I hadn't seen it at all, but now I'm, I'm, I'm actually ahead of you because I've seen the entire thing. Uh, right. See if we'll I'm, move uh, on because we don't, I watched I don't Toy Story. I watched Toy Story three last time for the first last week for the first ah, time. See, see, that was brilliant. Toy Story three is good. good, but the second one's better. It, it, the order is two, three, one for me. Yeah, see, I remember seeing the first one in the cinema. It was really good. Cause it, was, it was probably the first of that kind. Aye. Kind of Pixar really? movies. And it was brilliant. I was 18. It's about 20 years old, is it though? Aye, it's a, I think so. But there we go. Superb. That's just taking a new direction. We've gone from <laughs> earlier on in the season, it was wrestling. Now we'll like, talk about old, old uh, pixelated movies. Well, this isn't on my agenda, by the way. Oh, well, ah, off That's all right. <laughs> the agenda that only I've seen. <laughs> the, the podcast has been taken over by Disney. Well, see, see, to be honest, it's either that we talk about the Celtic Ross County game, and I'd rather not. Oh, there you go. That's a good way to start, eh? Uh, we attacked a lot and couldn't break down Ross County. There we go. That's just done. <laughs> right, that's a, I've ticked that off on the, the agenda <laughs> if I can find my pen. I'll take cover. Before we move on before, to the other matches, we've got the charity bet. As usual, we talk about how badly we did. We had Longworth first scorer. That didn't happen. Uh, and we had the Dundee, Strunrar and Arbroath. And we got one out of three. Yeah, by the way, can I just say, did I not say Motherwell 2-1 to one would win at home? Aye, aye, I think I think everybody aye. mocked that, but yeah. Everyone mocked that. You can be smug about that, I'll let I you off I can be smug, aye. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to defend our decision on that one, because even Sports Team pointed out that the only consistent thing about Partick Thistle this season is their inconsistency. Aye. And there was no way I was betting for, for or against Partick Thistle. <laughs> aye. So we That's... did rubbish. Motherwell, that's Motherwell had a wee boost though since Barraclough has come in. Is it 2-1-0 wins? Aye, that'll do nicely for them. Pulling away from St Mirren and Ross County and then even they've got party at this one Dundee in their sights now. Mm-hmm. So. Aye, I'll give them that. I, I don't think that it's a, a very nice way of winning the weekend there. But a win's a win. Aye, 1-0. one will do. <laughs> you were saying last week about Aberdeen. Yeah. 1-0. 1-0 will do. If we won one nil from now on to the end of the season, yeah, yeah. I'd be happy with that. Eight wins at your last ten games. Aye, seats. and in terms of in terms of one nil, we've had uh, Six four, <laughs> four out of the four out of the last seven have been one nils. Uh, the, the start I heard on the radio was of those eight out of ten, you'd won six of them one nil. 
another two for two and all three now. Not eight. Well, no, five out of ten. I'm I'm looking because I actually had a wee look earlier to see. Uh, in our first eleven matches, we got nineteen points, and we've now had eighteen in the last seven. So the first quarter we were probably a bit behind where we wanted to be, whereas this quarter is going pretty well. And um, because obviously we've got four games left, and I would hope, well, you're aiming probably for around two points a game, I think, to have a chance of winning the league. And we were obviously three behind the first quarter, so we then need what three. 21, seven points, I think, from our next four, which I think's more than achievable. Even possible more. Oh, no, I, 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 I like this positivity. It's good. I, I see where the last 10 games comes from. Because it, it goes back to the... The, the cup uh, games, maybe, or something. Yeah, it's including the cup games. So you, there was a, the one now at Aberdeen, uh, one now at home at uh, Motherwell in uh, October, and then a one now against Hamilton, a one now against Ross County, the two went to defeat the Celtic. A one nil at Partick Thistle. The two went to defeat the Dundee. And three nil at Hamilton. Two nil at Dundee United. One nil at Camarlock. One nil at Inverness. So, yeah. In terms of the game, in terms of the game on the weekend, probably maybe our best player was Scott Brown. In terms of kind of few saves he had. I heard there was a bit of hit and miss. I, just, I, I heard uh, like, he, he was a bit shaky at times, but you keep the ball in it. You've done your job. Aye, uh, well, and he's doing the job. I mean, not since he came in. It's been since he's come in. We've had the clean sheets. I think as well, though, the thing where the way we're performing the fact that Taylor has grown into kind of being a better player and getting used to the league. Him and Reynolds, obviously, have been consistent to see selection in, at centre-back. That's always good as well. And we, I think maybe we have, we have, as I said earlier, in the podcast after the uh, Hamilton game when we lost 3-0, we've kind of gone back a wee bit to being a bit more kind of hard, hard to beat mm-hmm. as opposed to as expansive. Still reasonably expansive. Um, but Paulet, again, scoring is good. Good finish. Aye, very composed. Uh, McGinn, um, he was, I seen him in the Scotsman saying that he was not happy about the goals that he's scoring, but he's leading the league for assists this year. And I think he's hit the post, I don't know how many times it would work. Every, <laughs> almost every week in sports, you see the heat. Either yeah. him or Goodwillie hitting the woodwork. Um, so that, him and, if him and Goodwillie can start chipping in with a few more goals, take a bit of the pressure off and maybe likes of Rooney. Good to see Pollock kind of chipping in. I don't know, I Obviously, McInnes is still playing it down. I think even our fat, I played it down myself. We spoke about it last week, but I think there is some people maybe thinking, I maybe there's a slight possibility of a title challenge. Uh, see, I see. I've seen the, the other side of it. I've seen the Back to the Future start. Aye, I've seen that. Aye. <laughs> the Back to the Future start. It says Aberdeen were champions in 1955 and they were champions yep, yep. in 1985. Aye. And the other the year that's featured in the Back to the Future trilogy, apart from 1885, obviously, when there wasn't a league, is 2015. Uh, 2015 so. Aye. <laughs> I wondered where you were going with that one, Chris. I, I was trying to run through in my head all the different uh, possibilities and no, I would never have got that. <laughs> see, the thing is, a strong defence will... will... Put you in good a good chance for winning the league. Oh, I, and, oh, I agree with that. The more, yes. the, more, the more you win, confidence grows. That's that, and I think um, I, 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 I know I, I said this on, on Twitter last night. I think there, there was definitely an element yesterday of Aberdeen have lived in a lock against Inverness at times. But in every one of these sort of great runs defensively and great runs when you're winning, there's always an element of luck anyway. I so, definitely. I mean, that's that tends to be what plays a, a big part. Like, well, not a big part. A part, at least. I mean, the big part is Aberdeen are scoring goals and they're defending well for the most part. So, as I said last week, if you don't concede, you've got a chance. Yeah. And that, that, that you might only get a draw, but we've only had one draw this season. <laughs> yeah. You might, like. you, you might do what we did. Because um, <laughs> we, I, we, I, 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 I know I wasn't going to mention much more about our game, but uh, Ross County had the post at one point and, and Provo their only attack of the game. Aye. I mean, if, in terms of that seeing was a good else, save. It was a good save, yeah, that was a good save, but they could go and touch it on the post. But still, that's, that was a wee bit of luck that didn't end up in the net. In terms of a nil-nil possibility, oh, that's Fitzgerald against St. Johnson, that that could be maybe where we would, because games between St. Johnson and Aberdeen are generally quite tight, with the exception of the League Cup semi last season. They're generally, there's not much between them. And St. Johnson are pretty kind of solid as well. That's, so, that, that, that to that, me is game of the round, as far as the, the, the New Year fixtures come. At least yeah, in the... In the the, the Premiership anyway because I mean it, it's the two form teams in the league at the moment aye sits out, sits out the last eight uh, St Johnston have won mm-hmm. unbeaten in eight in the league and they, like, like, for all we're saying Aberdeen they've got so many 1-0 wins St Johnston's wins are all at a goal as well so aye, aye. yeah I mean if, if that's a 
it's almost got a, a one nil to anybody in that, and you wouldn't be surprised. But again, if it was nil nil or even one each, you wouldn't be surprised either. Not at all. The thing I about St Johnson is uh, they've been they've been getting these victories when they've not been at full strength because they've got uh, McLean who was out for for a long spell, and that's him back again, and McFadden. As well, he's out. Uh, was it a hamstring injury? So he should be back soon as well. So I, it's looking positive. Uh, looking at St Johnson anyway, how they're playing. Yeah. I was speaking to a St Johnson fan earlier this evening, and he, he's quite pleased with it. The under on it's uh, something ridiculous. Like the it's eight eight games uh, unbeaten in the league. It's... Well, you know, listen to us a couple of minutes ago. Aye, did you mention it? Uh, we Aye. may have mentioned it. Aye. Aye. I was counting up this. I was counting up the games. <laughs> oh dear, that's a task. It's the, the Aye, last the it. last six games, including the Scottish Cup win over Ross County, have all been won by a single goal. There's three two wins and three one nils in there. Last time we dropped any points at all was away to Dundee on the eighth of November. O'Halloran scored again at the weekend, didn't he? Yeah, nah, he's, he's, been, he's a man that stepped up when he needed somebody to step up with, with McLean yeah. being out, so fair point him. Yep, to that. I thought uh, Miller's goal was pretty good, although I think the defence need to look at themselves. There's no way he should be allowed to get in the box and almost uh, it's almost pick and choose exactly what he's going to be doing. You've got to you've got to rush him, you've got to force him into making a decision. He might still score, aye, but just to let him kind of... It's, I don't know, he, he seemed to just stop and decide, right, where am I going to hit this shot? It was almost like Dundee United had used up all their quota of defending against us the previous week, because they just didn't defend <laughs> that at all. Yeah. Um, in terms of goals, there was a few good goals in the, the Premiership at the weekend. We've got Eremenko's free kick. Eremenko's free kick uh, good, but I think the goal for me was uh, the second one, the, the St Mirren game. I was getting to that. Definitely. I was getting to that. Oh, you've jumped ahead. I know oh, I've jumped, jumped ahead. ahead. I mean, Marlon. I definitely. Is he going to score a better goal than that? Well, uh, well, it'd be hard. But uh, I was saying, I don't know if either you've seen it in the forum or um, the boy, that boy Marlon, his dad used to be a professional footballer and he played at Talbot till I was about 45. And that yeah, boy, nice. Stephen, Stephen Marlon used to come on at half time and you would see him kind of practicing with the players and you kind of could see that he kind of looked like he had a, a potential. That was about four years ago, mind you when he was about 14, but uh, St Mirren have this nice habit of producing good young midfielders. Mm-hmm. McLean, McGinn, Marlon, in terms of that. Right. Kind of similar, similar type of midfielders as well. But, aye, Stevie has, Thompson was complimentary about him on sports scene. Aye. Um, some goal, definitely. Composure, such composure as well. Like when he's beat, what, three men and then the finish as well, that applies. Oh, I love that cheeky wee nutmeg. You know, when a player's running, right? running at you, yeah, I can't do that at all, but uh, I wish I could. Just, <laughs> I just totally the sell the player. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, Aye, exactly, just flying in. <laughs> it's a fact he creates it for himself as well, by winning the ball. Oh, aye, yeah. superb, yeah. Aye, I think I think they're right. Uh, I don't know if it was Thompson that said that's the, the goal of the season. I, I don't think you're going to better that. I know, I, know I, I often scowl at uh, pundits when they say that. Because I think, come on, you're just getting overexcited. But I don't think we're going to see better than that. Well, it even, it even reached uh, on, when I was looking on Twitter last night, even March of the Day, the March of the Day Twitter feed, they were uh, giving it a mention as well. Um, so I, it's kind of gone viral a bit, in terms of even outside of Scotland. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I put the, the Kai Boshans, the whole St. Mirren thing. I remember last week I was saying about how terrible they are. What did they do? They go out and win 3 1. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to me for that. I think Ross County has slagged them off in the other season, and then they kind of, well, maybe got Did they have they won at one point? Maybe. No, I mean, you, you won't have the worst uh, suggestions for betting this week because I had Celtic and Ross County both teams to score. <laughs> well, remember last, week, remember last week I mentioned it was at Ross County are usually over two and a half goals. Aye. <laughs> that, that never happened. No, they never played so, for it, so they got uh, what they played for. In terms of that. And as you say, they almost snatched it. Aye. That'd be totally undeserved. There was actually one point in that game where they were defending so deep they hoofed the ball up the park and nobody chased it out. <laughs> just nobody. They all just stayed back with that little ball. Oh, what? I haven't Aye, seen I that suppose... since Billy Davis was in charge of Mullerwell. There's a place for that at times. It's, it's not nice to watch, but then see if you get the, the point at Celtic Park. There's a that's... place for that and it's called my level of football. <laughs> see, when you're professional, hey. that's just embarrassing. I don't know. I... 
I used to uh, get a guy used to wind me up about Rangers when they went under uh, the UEFA Cup run, and they, they basically it was uh, sit back, sit back for eight nine minutes, and and hope for one or two chances. And, and it's like surely you don't enjoy that. I'm like, well, enjoy the the result, enjoy the progression. Yeah, maybe Aye. I don't enjoy the games, but at the end of the day, the the result was what mattered. Sometimes it's funny. I think it's one of those games that defenders enjoy. Not like strikers would probably enjoy constant attacking. But do you think defenders enjoy constantly having to defend? I think no. so. No, I've, no? I've, I've done that. I, I've played in a game exactly like that. We were getting battered for 90 minutes and somehow we won the game 1-0 with well, about one of our only two attacks in the entire game. But at but the end, it, was, it was hard work. It was... I mean, it, there was this... It was almost disbelief that we'd won the game. And But I'd, looking back on it, I'm proud of the fact we got, the, we, we got nil, but... I did enjoy it at the time. I don't, I, to this day, I, I don't think I enjoyed that game. See, I, I, I do. It's when I start leaking goals, that's a problem. But I don't mind defending for the whole game. I don't mind being up against it. But it's when when you start leaking goals, because that's when you start questioning your ability. But as long as you're keeping them out, I'm happy to bring it on. But there's doing their job, and then there's actually enjoying doing their job. I think they're two different things at times. And in that case, that, I think they're two different things. See, in Italy, they'd probably talk about it being a master class of defending. They'd be like, oh, brilliant. Loving it. Much as Italian football's changed a bit now. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's not, it's not but, like it used to be when it was like, they just defend. They would kick a granny, they'd kick anyone. I, 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 do, I do think Ross County were well organised in the game, but I don't think they did anything spectacular. I don't. I wouldn't say it was it was uh, well defended or anything. I would just say Celtic lacked invention. And that's, that's, that's the other side of the coin. It's all very good. Mel, me sitting here saying, I hate when Ross County play like that. And it's not just Ross County. I've seen it. Well, I said earlier, I haven't seen anybody that bad since Motherwell and Billy Davis was in charge. But I mean, it does come down to you need a bit of invention in the Celtic team. It's their job to break it down. And Celtic never at any point looked like doing that. So. Has that not been the case, though, in quite a few games this season that Celtic have been struggling to break down teams? Not so much. We were... <laughs> Or take chances. Taking chances maybe. has been the bad bit. That, 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 we've struggled in recent weeks taking chances. But at least in previous games we've been creating the chances. The only real decent chance I remember Celtic having in that entire game was when McGregor took a shot at the, the bar. It bounced out and it came straight back at Gadetti, who somehow managed to head it wide, despite the fact it was an open goal in front of him. But that was that. I, mean, I don't remember their keeper making too many saves. I remember us having lots of corners and doing absolutely nothing with them. It was that kind of reminded me of the the Morton League Cup game last season actually, where we had twenty seven corners and none of them were any good. What <laughs> corners is what you want in a game, Chris? Aye, I might mention round. that later on. Aye, <laughs> did you see my did you see my my thing? Where did I put it up? I put it up yesterday about how if Rangers and Hibs had been nil nil, because uh, Hibs had no corners, yeah. Rangers had eight, and then Rangers would have won in the old old. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but primary school rules. My old, my primary school when we played uh, football tournaments like for school sports day. If it finished, a, if it finished a draw, whoever got the most corners won. <laughs> see, uh, you confused me with that. that yeah, I wasn't really sure what that was. I said see. It, I thought it was like a wee bit like the cricket rule, which is it? I don't know what the Ducksworth oh, rule right, or something. Oh, I don't know. That's it was our it was our primary made school. up rule. School, school sports day. That was the. That was a rule. Well, see, the, the game I remember was, um, must have been the early 90s when Craigie Brown was still in charge of the the, the Scotland team. I think it was early 90s anyway. We played Greece, lost 1-0, and his post-match uh, interview basically says we had more corners on him. He, he was proud of that fact, despite the fact we'd lost 1-0. <laughs> Aye. Man, that, that's, I'm taking the, the 8-0 for the, the Rangers-Hibs game. That's Aye. the only thing I can take from that game that's a positive uh, well, maybe that's a lie. Ian Black getting substituted after <laughs> thirty odd minutes—that that was a positive. But I, well, I might as well move on to that to have a wee moan about it because just a wee moan. Just a wee moan. I uh, obviously Kenny McDill taking over as manager, superstar manager who does, doesn't look like he really wants a job. It was almost as if, well, I suppose if I need to, if I need to, and he comes out before the game talking about how important defence is. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as he keeps it tight, that's what I'm saying. Build on that, and I that that obviously didn't work. Oh, there's there's nothing really I can say about Rangers that's positive. That was just woeful. There was not there was nothing there. Hibs were were simply simply better. 
that's it. Uh, some of the Miles better for what I've seen in the game. Aye, some of the finishing was brilliant. I thought uh, Liam Craig's finish, especially, was was quite calm, composed. Uh, almost passed it into the net from a wee dink from Scott Allen. Scott Allen played brilliant. Uh, it's the kind of guy that uh, I I played against players like him before, who are just head and shoulders above the rest. But you don't often see that in uh, professional games of football. Somebody that just stands out to that degree. He always had time on the ball. Was, people were niggling at him and he just didn't seem to care. Uh, he always managed to bounce them off. Uh, you get a lot of products this season, Scott Allen, in terms yeah. of his performing. I, 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 hope he's, I hope he goes on to, to... This is going to sound bad, but I hope he goes on to, to begin better things because from what I've seen there, he's quality. He was quality when he was at United, but he seemed to have a bit of a, an attitude issue. Or if you go by the reports from Peter Houston... Maybe misadvised, but, I think, maybe. Yeah, yeah, he hopefully maybe that's down, Maybe moved down too early. I think he'd only played, well, mm. I think he was lucky if he'd played 20 games for United. He would have um, been the first guy to do that, Aye, well, Fraser Five, Aberdeen, mm-hmm. another, another example of that. Yeah. Uh, David Goodwin. Yeah. In, in terms of form teams in Scotland, Hibs, only one loss out of the last 10. Yeah. And a, a big game at the weekend. Uh, 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 the Edinburgh Derby. Edinburgh Derby should be an absolute cracker. Because, I mean, for me, Hearts, Hearts started that, uh, this season coming off the back of some decent results at the end of last season and they've just kind of carried that on into this season and that's why they're so far in front of everybody but Hibs on the other hand had to rebuild through the summer and it took a wee bit of time for Alan Stubbs to get his team together but now they seem to be hitting their stride they're, they're probably it's, it should, it's going to be the, the, the two uh, best teams in that league for me that are going to be playing each other this coming well even at the start of the season, Chris, when, when Hibs were uh, taking a wee bit of time to get up and run and they played Rangers and the bloody Diddy Cup, the Ramsden's <laughs> Cup, uh, this was before the season started, <laughs> played Rangers and Rangers progressed, but Hibs were good. Hibs were good. A lot of the, the commentary uh, the weekend there suggested I, it was only because Hibs got a, a player sent off and that, that played a, a part in it, but Hibs did look good uh, even then and, well, Demolition four 0 That should never be happening. To yeah. I think that that's that's the thing that uh, the Rangers will be looking at is for all Hearts have beat them twice. Hearts have narrowly beat them twice. I mean, they, yes, they, it was one 0 for coming up in the eighty ninth minute or something at Ibrox, and then Rangers get like a on it to concede immediately straight thereafter. And yes. the second game, Rangers were a better team for a good portion of that game before going down to ten men and then losing the first goal and then obviously lost the penalty as well. But yep. on the other hand, Hibs have cuffed Rangers twice the league. Yep. It was, yep, I mean, it's not even close. Yep. I think with Hibs as well, they've got some pretty good options in that squad as well. I mean, remember last season, folk were talking about Stanton and Harris, the kind of youngsters coming through. They can't even get a game just now. Yeah. They, they're, they're sitting on the bench. They've got Liam Craig, who seems to be kind of getting maybe back to the form of Addison Johnson, because I think last year Craig wasn't that great at Hibs. Um, and then you look at like, the likes of Allens, uh, Robertson, there as well. He likes a Heffernan's on the bench for him, who not too long ago was a maybe 10, 15 goals a season yeah. uh, for Kilmarnock. So they, they've got some options and certainly, again, kinda, as long as they kinda, are kind of winning a joint conference, will kind of grow. And then it's looking maybe they could maybe even overtake Rangers in second spot. Obviously, there's, still, there's a playoff, but that's you'd the, rather, that's you'd rather, Rangers you'd rather finish in second. Yeah. If you finish second, yeah. you've got a better chance of Kind of game less. Yep. Yeah, that's so there's that to look at, and there's a good chance Hibs could overhaul Rangers very quickly the way the the form book is at the moment. I think I think yeah. the problem Rangers have had is they've, they've played some they've played some of the better teams in the league, and they played them away from home because it was uh, Queen of the South just a couple of weeks ago they played as well, and that's the other team that are chasing Rangers down currently. I, I saw something on Twitter yesterday as well saying about uh, Chris Boyd. And there was a Rangers fan saying thanks to the, the fitness staff at Ibrits for turning Chris Boyd, who was running for Kilmarnock all over the place last year, into the Chris Boyd of old, whereby there doesn't seem to be as much movement. Don't know if that's true. It was just a comment I seen on Twitter. But... Do you know, I think uh, I, I think that it's a lot of that is because uh, Miller does a lot of the running around. Uh, Kenny Miller's all over the pitch, which is perhaps what he shouldn't be doing. Uh, somebody in the forum he mentioned uh, Rooney how he he was a bit undisciplined and he would he would run about and end up everywhere and Kenny Miller's a bit like that. So I think that that means that the boy isn't doing that and whether that means it is allowing them to put on weight or not, 
but I want my strikers to be in and about the penalty box, not away up at left back. <laughs> so I, I don't really want Chris Boyd to be running about. I want him to be up, up top, scoring goals. He's not doing that, but I don't think his fitness yeah, the, is an issue. The strange thing with Chris Boyd is the first time he was Ibrox, um, he had this, kind of the same problem. He didn't look like he was that fit. He tended to be a, a bit of a poacher, if nothing else. Yes. And then I'm, I'm, I'm having kind of coloured with this idea that Chris Boyd is just this lazy striker. But then last season when he was at Kilmarnock, he's probably the fittest I'd seen him in quite a while. But he seems to have averted now. It's just, it just, I can't say I've seen much of uh, Rangers this season, but the, the couple of games I have seen that he's just been... He's either been totally anonymous or he's just been not running around much. He's certainly nowhere near the player that Kamala had last season. He plays as a, a target man. The the long ball goes up to him. He tries to win it in the air. And, and that's it. That's his his style. Uh, he's he's lost the, the busyness that he had. But with that, uh, near the end of the, the last spell at Rangers, he was getting a bit too busy. He was coming deep to the halfway line and he wasn't getting the goals near the end of his spell. We're not getting the goals now, and yet he's not doing the running around. So he's a bit of a wasted shirt for me. I'm turning against him a bit. Because uh, yeah. I used to think that he was doing his bit, he was getting the balls in the air, but he's just, he's no scoring. He's had a few chances, one-on-one with the keeper. His confidence is gone, I think. I think he needs a wee spell on the sidelines just to really regroup. Is that not something, like, I've not, um, again, like Chris, I've not really seen much of the Rangers, but looking at just goals and where the goals are coming from that looks like it can be that could be accused of any of the strikers just now because what Nicky yes. Clark Kenny Miller both four goals I mean they, they ah, should be well Kenny Miller Kenny Miller's getting on a bit never really been there's been the odd time he's kind of had a decent goal zone run but you'd think of that maybe I'm being disrespectful to the championship because I've not seen much of it in terms of apart from highlights and sports scene but you'd think the likes of Miller Boyd even Daly should be scoring more goals at that level they're not getting the service that they should be getting because it's it's hoofball. It's almost as if we don't have a midfield because we try and just uh, lump balls in. But people like Kenny Miller, he, he ends up at left back at times. He, he just runs about everywhere, which is it's nice. It's nice if he manages to get goals, but he's not. Why is Templeton not playing? I mean, I, because he's inconsistent. Rubbish just... is a strong word. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, when he comes on as a sub, he, he'll be the best player in the park. Right. See, if you if you bring him on for the last fifteen minutes, he'll skin the fullback. He'll torture him. Yeah, but see if he starts a game, you'll maybe torture torture him for maybe ten fifteen minutes, and then you'll not see him again for the full game. Uh, I don't know what it is about him, but he he's he's really he's just he's an old school impact player. Uh, I wouldn't start him. He's got a problem when he tries to skin somebody. He shows the far too much of the ball. He, he never this he never thinks to himself right. Can I skin this guy? Yes or no? He just says, right, I'm going to try and skin him. If I lose the ball, so what? And he loses the ball more often than not. He's not. There's there's a time to skin a player. There's a time to turn back and say, right, it's not happening. We'll go back the way to the fullback or, or to midfield and we'll, we'll build from there. But now he's always trying to skin somebody. And that, when it doesn't work out, it then knocks his confidence and it's almost like he doesn't want the ball anymore. When you're playing the last 15 minutes of the game, that's fine. He can just go all out, but to play 90 minutes, no. I wouldn't start him. I noticed as well, still, Dill, plus I said about uh, McCoy still in playing Stephen Smith, left midfield or whatever. But it just seems a bit crazy. He's, he's never a midfielder in his life because he, he never takes on the, the fullback. He doesn't he doesn't have a, a decent cross in him despite being really good at corners and set pieces. He just It's almost like he gets scared to progress any further. So, yeah, he's a, he's a waste in midfield and he's bringing down Lee Wallace. Uh, if Wallace you're... can't progress beyond him. That, well, Wallace needs some a midfielder that he can do Put a one-two and then progress ahead of. Stevie Smith doesn't give him that. Aye. There's too many negatives in that team and Kenny McDowell, I don't think, is the man to, to save things. No, on the positive side, Hibs were actually quite entertaining to watch as well as getting the one. For all you're saying, the Angels are playing football recently, and Hibs are playing some nice football. Which oh, is, is oh, good to oh, see. I agree. Oh, yeah, uh, Hibs deserve credit for that, definitely. And uh, actually, uh, while we're talking about positive news for Hibs, you're talking about fan ownership. Well, or 51% uh, fan uh, ownership, at least. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot to mention earlier, actually, just going back to Premiership stuff, 
uh, spoke last week about how McGinn and Rooney and a couple of youngsters had signed new deals. Considine and Hayes have also extended their contracts. Considine till 2017 and Hayes till 2018. So again, keeping key players in long-term contracts, which is unlike what's been happening recently, where it's been maybe one, two-year deals at tops. So that's positive, more positives there. Well, they're certainly signing up to what Aberdeen are doing. Aye. It's good to see. Yeah, aye, that is positive. It's good. Sure. Yeah, right, that's enough positivity. Can we go back to negativity and talk about that clown RF in the Motherwell game? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what denied a penalty however the big problem with that one is the penalty that Motherwell did get was outside the box and clearly outside the box and for yeah. some obscure reason the sports scene panel of uh, was it Stephen Thompson and Mark Wilson Aye. decided to discuss that maybe it was a penalty after all because although something had started outside the box it was another contact inside the box which was imaginary from what I could see. Well, even if there was something inside the box, if it's the first foul that gets yeah. called back. It's a free kick. You can't, you can't just you can't carry it on and just say right, okay, it's a penalty. Aye, it's a free kick. I agree with that. I don't know if I'm going to be too harsh on the referee. Um. <laughs> because I don't know. I was watching it and I, I could see, quite see quite clearly see the contact when they slowed it down when they, they zoomed in. And but I don't know live. I wasn't quite sure. Live, I think that, even live, I'm thinking that's outside the box. That's clearly outside the box. I'm giving him thoughts, no credit for this one whatsoever. My initial thoughts were he's 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 not dived, but he's he's made a meal of it the way he flung himself. I know he's running at pace, and and uh, when you fall, it's never graceful. But I just I wasn't I was a bit suspect the way he went down. So you're not so, even convinced he was actually filled. <laughs> Oh no, 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 no! I'm not saying that. No, I'm just saying that uh, that was my initial reaction. Was that I don't know if he's been fouled, but then I've since seen it, and oh, definitely, definitely a foul, and definitely outside the box. But yeah. I'm not going to be too too harsh on the ref. I, I've turned over a new leaf, Chris. I'm I'm now starting to side with refs, and if I can't see it live, if I can't see it on first replay, then I'll let the referee off with it, even if he was 100% wrong. Do you know what sports he'd missed last night? I mean, it's not a great show anyway, but Michael Stewart, because Michael Stewart just kind of calls it as is, I think. See, the, pro- the problem is, again, with sports team, too, too, they have too many play- players on that are still playing. They need to get away from that because they're not going to really criticise because then they're going to be in matches that these referees are in. My, my favourite yeah. one yesterday was with, uh, it was one of the St. Johnson goals. So against Dundee United, the only person they asked of their opinion as to whether there was a handball on the build-up to the goal was Mark Wilson of Dundee United. Aye. Yeah, and he said it was. He said, "Oh, it was a clear handball. It certainly looked a handball from my position on the bench." <laughs> Nobody else was was allowed to offer an opinion. We we had one camera angle of this incident that was blurry because the camera was moving at the time. Aye, so, uh, it was probably a handball. Then. What? <laughs> Why even say it? Yeah, a lot. One positive uh, mention oh, about sports scene. Oh, aye, what? I'm positive about sports scene was how they had a wee dig about Thompson and red cards. Aye, well, a bit of banter, aye. I like that. I like that. He knows all about red cards, aye. Seven he, took it well. he, took it, he took it well, though. He aye. Well. But... I mean, he'll, he'll be doing well to go back into some other team now, because he can come out with him. <laughs> aye, but it's all midfielders that scored. Aye, true. McLean aye, what's this about <laughs> playing him up top? <laughs> Who? Kenny McLean, two goals. Superstar striker. Huh? Oh, did he play up front? Oh, yeah. I never, I never noticed that. That was that was the answer. They've been, been able to have uh, Stephen Thompson over. Well, maybe a made just no player striker. Aye. Like what Manchester City are doing just now. They're having to, they're kind of almost having to do it, but it's no stop Man City scoring goals. I think since they stopped playing a striker up front, they've scored six goals in two games. Aye, they've had any choice. Obviously, obviously Aguero's injured and Juventus is injured and mm. Deco, but they've scored a few goals anyway. Just depends how you play up. Roma have been doing it for years. Aye. With Totty as the false nine. I'm never quite sure about this false nine. To me, it just seems like they've just put a midfielder up front. Basically, basically a number, it's almost like you're playing a number 10. And <laughs> no one. Oh, false nine, no, it's a number 10. It's, it's, you're, play, you're playing a number 10 and your most advanced players are probably your wingers. You know it's a syringe thing, right? Because it, there'll be kids that go, what are you guys talking about? It's all squad numbers. Ah, it's our well, Chris... Oh, see, just got rewind back a season for me, and it was uh, well, match I mean, day numbers. Right, exactly, one to eleven. It's only this season it's changed. But it's like two seasons I, I just had to make do with the the one to eleven. Old school. Uh, and no names on the shirts either. Proper football. 
Aye, he did have the odd player had a, a set. Aye, no, Aye. Was, it's not that old school. I quite like the introduction of squad numbers, though. See, I remember when they first came out, and I used to love kind of write, like, having lists of, like, who all the players were in the squad and their numbers. I, I don't know, a bit sad maybe that way, but I quite like it, the whole squad system. See, my problem with squad easier. numbers is now everybody at Celtic is too scared to wear the number seven. <laughs> Who, does, they does no one wear it? Who wears it just now? Nobody, does anyone? Not one. Oh, no one. Not, nobody's had it since, I think, Miku was on loan. He had it. Nobody's, oh, Miku, nobody's even touched it. It's ridiculous. But would anyone in the anyone in the squad be? Would you give it to anyone in the squad? Well, this is the point. I mean, for me, it's not. It should they be up to whether they're, they're good enough for the number seven or not? Because they might be at some point. But because when they went at the squad number, you know, there's 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 an aura around these numbers. Like, oh, I have to be brilliant if, if I'm even worthy of wearing the number seven. So no, you, just, ah, you should just start the game though. if you're wearing the number seven. Aye, but I suppose it's just the folk that have worn seven before, even before squad numbers. Because, well, you had Jimmy Johnson, Kenny Dalglish. Even then, I mean... Before Larson, obviously. That, but... That's a bit of a stretch, because, I mean, I don't remember Dalglish myself, obviously, but my dad tells me Dalglish rarely wore the number seven for Celtic. He tended to wear other numbers. It was only when Liverpool, he was more of a seven. Aye, so it's maybe that more. That I, don't remember, I don't remember him at Celtic, to be honest, but before my time. Aye. I find it easier. See, with squad numbers, I find it easier to to spot players because when it's match day numbers there's there's times that you see somebody uh, coming on and somebody just come on for a couple of minutes and you're looking on the other side of the pitch and you can half see their number and you think who is that player you're not quite sure but then see if it's a squad number it jumps out at you because you you learn it over the course of the season yeah but i think it's something you just get used to i, th- I mean when, I, when it was 11 you can't you knew who the players were anyway but if you were if you were any kind of fan but I mean, now, now like you're just so used to these squad numbers that you look for that rather than anything else. I mean, I'm, I'm not old enough to remember it, but there was a, there wasn't that long ago that um, Celtic didn't even have a number in their back. They just had a aye, squad. aye, aye. So, aye. How many you see that? But uh, actually, it was it was it was quite good fun. Um, our game because the stand I'm in, the screen opposite it was gubbed because of the weather. So, for the first time in a long time, I had to guess how long it had gone in the game. And given that oh, we were right. continually trying to break down North County, it felt like we'd been watching for about three hours. But realistically, I was I was quite impressed when I thought, that must be nearly half time. And I looked over at just that point, and the, the uh, fourth official was coming up his board to tell us how many minutes was added on for the end of the first half. I thought, yes, still got it. Yeah, they're <laughs> tapping your watch. It's quite interesting, though, talking about how the kind of squad numbers and, like, when we were saying about how traditional number 10 rule and false nines and all that was really new thing. I mean, like, going back to when, before we were watching football, I mean, folk in Scotland were playing, like, five up front. Yeah. And there was, was it wing halves and outside half halves and all that? Half back. And back when Greg was Aye. And it's just changed. And then, saying about number, te- number, number 10 rule, that's pretty much the world over, number 10. But then, in Argentina... Your number five was your defensive midfielder, that kind of thing. Yeah. Different different numbers would be different things, maybe in different countries. Yeah. Whereas in, in Scotland, yeah, Scotland there was two, two was your right back, three was your left back, yeah. five and six were your centre backs, four was your defensive midfielder, eight yeah. was your maybe advanced midfielder, seven yeah. eleven your wingers, nine and ten up front. Yeah. Done. That that was it, basically. Four four two. And then it was then it went to three five two. Sort of. It wasn't uh, always four four two. I mean I, like that can put those numbers into Lisbon Lions <laughs> and they were far more attacking than 4-4-2 <laughs> that's how that's how that's how where the players fact. be <laughs> in the numbers because I know the, I know the squad number order the Lisbon Lions so then I remember where they play and I can work out where the, the numbers go <laughs> it's the strange way my brain works <laughs> I, I go back to that time that's maybe the first kind of time when like you started having attacking fullbacks whereas I mean that's, that's no, just, I think uh, I think you got attacking fullbacks away back in the day. Queens Park well, but, will be able to tell you that. That's when they had like two defenders and everyone aye, else but, was up front. Aye, so it was only two centre backs. Aye, I don't think you had fullbacks back then. <laughs> well, that was that. Aye, we no, put, I don't think so. Five, five up front, yeah. like like Hibs with a famous five. Yeah, and it was five strikers, five attackers. Mm-hmm. Um, get back, get back to that. How good would that be? Amazing. Aberdeen would do it, but we wouldn't be doing it. We'll see that. <laughs> just barely play two. <laughs> But, <laughs> in fact, we we don't play two, so I'm not saying you got one. Right, <sighs> right well, that's done for the, the the Premiership chat, the random chat, the the contract chat, 
Right. When, when, we'll we'll save title challenge. We'll, title challenge. We'll save the wrestling challenge for the, the wrestling. The wrestling chat the for the end of the podcast because we've not done that right. in ages <laughs> right yeah. on the on the forum the forum yeah. John started up a thread or was it you John? I, no it wasn't me I tried I tried to get it going last week on the, the, the podcast account but it was a bit too close to the podcast starting and then ah. I, someone put a message up in the forum I could have tried again, I think maybe Saturday, trying to get folk to interact and give us some Christmas football or names or teams, and not one of you even gave us one. So, that, and after Halloween, we were impressed with the Halloween entries. Aye. And we get nothing. But aye, at least there's someone in the Do you folk. know, do I know why why we got no entries? What's up? Because we completely forgot last week to mention, uh, was it last week? where there was uh, some suggestions on Twitter and we just didn't include them at all in the podcast. Oh, for, for the... What was your one you were doing? Oh, place names. Aye. Aye. So I think that's what that was. I, I blame Chris for that. Chris was meant to be in charge. No, well, you could, I've, you could I've give, that one up. Well, you could give some of them a mention just now, even though it's up two weeks late, so that folk, so that folk actually know that Oh, I've forgotten them now. Oh, well, you're putting me under pressure, John. Come Dion, on. We'll just Dion, move on to the Dion Christmas Dublin. players. There you go. Dion Dublin. Dion, Dion Dublin, Dublin was a good one, actually. Right. That's uh, pretty simple. Jason Scotland. Jason Scotland. Aye. Clark Carlisle. There you go. There's a few. Right. Gary, Gary, Gary Glasgow. He apparently is a teammate of Jason Scotland, actually. Trent and Tobago. Uh, Sean Dundee. Remember Sean Dundee at Liverpool? Uh, oh, this is the, my favourite one. Justin Edinburgh. Aye. No, there was a better one. Um, Simpleton. Oh, a simply ton, sorry, on uh, Twitter gave me Stephen Sterling, who played for Sterling. Ah, right, that was a cracker. So there we are, there's a few there he, just right, on top of the head. Now, the, one, the first one that came to my mind was uh, Rocky Santa Cruz. Aye. But somebody's already mentioned that in the forum, so it now sounds like I'm copying. Ah, yeah. So, you do that. <laughs> oh, Joe Bog City. Actually, going back to another one. Joe Bog City, a good man that works in the, the Celtic wiki. He gave me uh, Sam Glasgow, that used to play for Celtic. So That's quite good. Chris, that's, that's two in a row that I thought the name you were given, first of all, was the suggestion. And I've been sitting there thinking, that's not a very good suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reading it. Who gave me the... <laughs> it just Joe confuses me. <laughs> I... Thinking, eh, where's... Joe, was that blogs? My head of it. <laughs> right, well here's a here's a Christmas player, Pepe Reina Dear. Oh, I, oh, I quite like that one. I, had, just, it's ridiculous, but it's Ange- good. Angel Di Maria, that was hoops. Gave us that one. Good, We've had Caro a couple of times, haven't we? Roy Caro and Andy Caro. Someone even added it to uh, Andy Christmas Caro. <laughs> he put that. Well, other ones did you see, uh, Craig? That you liked? Well. I think that that was the that was the main one because there was a lot of ones that were really stretching it. Oh, and there's a brilliant one actually. Another one from Hoops and Parcel Dessa, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about what about uh, Baby Jesus Navas? Oh, aye, yeah, yeah, aye. That one's on the fly. That's me. That's why I don't do these. Saint Saint Nicholas and Elka. <laughs> That's a good one. Hey, John, you posted one. Which I think oh, is pretty good. Oh, uh, it's all right. I don't even think. I, yeah, it's all right. On you go, on you go, on you go. <laughs> Christmas commons. <laughs> oh. I see. No, I, I quite like that one. I'll, I'll, sometimes, though, I like the bad ones more than the good ones. Ah, uh, it's a good one. It's almost good. Uh, Holly Gunnar Solskjaer. Again, that's hoops. He, he, that's not bad. Oh. I, I like that one. Uh, wait a minute. That's, that's one was good. <laughs> George, where are the presents? Oh, come on. <laughs> See, it's a bad one. It's not good. Damn. Christmas pudding, Boyd. Oh, that's stretching it too far. Great uh, <laughs> out, sister. Gordon McQueen speech. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, oh, yeah. Quite good. Uh, where else? Let me see. Oh, what yeah. About, what about Hibs? Just for stuffing Rangers? Oh. Oh, Rangers no. doing a bunch of turkeys? No, we're not playing that, no. Oh, I'm editing that out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, aye, Evander Snow. Yes, that's a good, that's one, a good one. Aye. That's a good one. Um, I think that might cover 
that would probably be folk have like fallen asleep now and after that, but yeah, that probably covers a good kind of amount there. I've, uh, there was, I've went over to my fridge to get more wine, so there was some oh, cra- there was definitely some crackers in there. Oh, I'll see, see what I'll get my coat. <sighs> hey, we'll move on to do the predictions for the Premiership games because we've got a busy prediction period oh, coming man. up. Double predictions, yeah. Busy. Is that a busy because oh, the lower leagues are only uh, the weekend, but um, the, the rest, Premiership is Thursday the and is Thursday Sunday. Yep. Hey, well, on uh, Celtic's case, <laughs> Monday. <clears throat> aye, aye. So on Thursday, the, the fans of Dundee United and Dundee are going to have to be up off early. Either that, or they stay up drinking and push <laughs> right through. Because their game's a lunchtime kickoff on BT1. For Hugman, eh? Aye, you just stay up. Keep going. <laughs> Aye. Take Ashby. Right. Bloody Thistle Celtics have five on that day. Let's just stay up do- that one. <laughs> <Are we doing laughs> just recent- drink right through. <laughs> Are we doing the recent thing where we take turns to make a prediction first and all that? Aye. Okay. I like that. Right, oh, I'll oh, go oh, first what? for this hey, one then. Hey, hey. I'm going to have to say it. Only half of these are actually in the predictor at the moment. Oh, that's usually me that says that. I got, I'll get a build up. Magic button will be getting used. Oh, no, it's, it's worse than that because according to the predictor, Partick Thistle versus Celtics at three o'clock. Oh, you'll be getting, you'll be getting complaints by email. I'll be please. getting emails. I, oh, disgruntled oh. users of the predictor. You know, you know what? You know why I'm, I'm bringing up this because that means I'm going to have to write them my predictions for a second lot. Because aye, I put, aye, I put them in as, as well. I do them these days, so I don't forget. Yep, yep, yep that's what I do. <sighs> Putting you under pressure, that's, that's a problem. Good, that's a good time to promote the predictor email reminder, mm-hmm. just in case oh, folk aren't signed up for that. Yep, and remember, if you weren't signed, if you were signed up last season, you weren't automatically signed up this season. I sign up and you get pestered to, to do your predictions, but if you end up doing your predictions early, you don't get an email. It's, it's clever like that. Whoever wrote it is uh, a genius. <laughs> right, that's me change the time for the Partick Thistle Celtic game. Oh, life. Just for you. Right, back to Dundee United against Dundee. I'm going for 3-0 to the home side. Oof. Chris? Oof. I'll go 2-0, Dundee United. Oh, uh, let's see. I will go for three two to Dundee United. Ooh. Dundee are pretty decent away from home. Ooh. It could be a good game, man. Does it know like it's away from home for Dundee though? Because it's like down the road. Well, across the aye, road. Aye. Actually down the road. <laughs> like Dundee will be the Dundee United's first foot. Paul Paul Hartley. Aye. Right, Aberdeen against St Johnson. Possibly the tie of the day. I'm going to go for a one apiece. Oh, wait a minute, Craig. I thought we were taking turns and all that going first. You're just. Right yeah, up. we're taking turns, but right. you know, I was going oh. to f- I was going to flip it around here because I was going to uh, put you next. John, I've got oh, this. Oh, right. Oh, you've got it hard. I've got it sorted. Aye, right. Hey, John. Right. Well, I'll go for a fifth 1 0 win out of eight or whatever it is. Just enjoy it. Aberdeen 1 0. No, Aberdeen 1 0. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 2-1 St. Johnson. Oh, what? Yep. Another another single goal victory for St. Johnson. And the third time Aberdeen will lose 2-1. And they'll be run. Because when you lose, you lose 2-1. So. Aye, apart from this Dundee United beat us 3-0 and Hamilton beat us 3-0. I mean, recently. 3-0 or 2-1. Aye, well, I, I, I figure that's probably a good result. Cause Aberdeen have got a chance to go top of the league for a couple of weeks. Aye, aye. So I think you'll be a Horlicks up. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a big Glasgow derby. Oof. Celtic might crumble under the pressure. Oh, wait, see what happens up. So next one up is Hamilton against Motherwell. John, you want to go first for this? Right, let's see. Well, Greg thinks obviously Motherwell are going to horse that one. Aye. Um, that could be a decent game as well. And if you look at Hamilton's home form, it doesn't point to an away win. I will go for, I'm going to go for another kind of go. A few goals, and go Hamilton to Motherwell to. Oof, nice. Chris? Uh, I reckon Hamilton will win 2 1. I'm going 1 0 to Hamilton. Right, so just Greg's bet out the window. Because <laughs> none so, of us are predictable. So we know what will happen after Aye. Motherwell getting tipped last week and they won, and then 
again this week, Greg's tipping him. Greg will be back next week to say, I told you so. Next up is a Highland Derby. I'm going to go for an away victory. I'm going to go 0-1. Chris? I think Ross County will be back to their over two and a half goals by this point. I'm going to say 2-1 Inverness. Oh, I think Inverness will win. Mm-hmm. See, that's one, that's one's quite an interesting one because Inverness, obviously, recent form struggling a wee bit. I'll do Ross, one County, Ross County, maybe. I will, we can maybe say Ross County might be due a win at some point. But I tell you what, in a derby match, Ross County at home are 3-1. to one. Uh, but three or one probably for a reason because they're bottom of the league. But aye. they got one at some point. Uh, saying that, uh, they struggle for goals. I'll go for aye, maybe two one Inverness as well. Next one up, St Mirren against Kilmarnock. Chris, what do you think? Nothing old, really. <laughs> St Mirren have only scored three goals at home in the league this season. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking one nil, <laughs> but I'm not sure who two. Because neither of these. Surely St Mirren are. Until the weekend there, St Mirren have been rotten. But Kilmarnock's form has been pretty rotten as well until the weekend there where they got the 93rd minute manner. So. And St Mirren have also failed to score in seven of their last nine home matches. Oh, you know what? A band, nothing each. (laughs) A Paul band. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go for a home victory. So I think that that result against Dundee is going to push St Mirren on and correct me if I'm wrong but this if it works out this would be their first home victory this season uh, yep, you're correct yep, yep. right okay I'm going to go for 2-0 I, I shall go for 1-0 1 we we're not agreeing with much tonight are we Might no we're not we're Dundee not. United maybe that's all I want and then a tea time tea time yeah, kick off according to the Premiership predictor on <laughs> Scottish football forums. Partick Thistle against Celtic on Sky Sports 1. Ooh. See, you mentioned it earlier, I think, Chris, when you said that uh, they mentioned the sports scene, the, the only thing, the only consistent thing about Partick Thistle is their inconsistency. Right. It's, it's a tough one to decide how, how this is going to go. I, I think that... Celtic team will be out getting steamboats New Year's <laughs> Eve. They'll have a hangover. I will not be over that. Not a chance. <laughs> as long as it's no fizzy juice. As long as it's <laughs> straight vodka, straight whiskey, he's all right. Uh, I'm going to go for 1-2. Oh, it's a Celtic win. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll just cough someday. I think I'm going for 3-0 Celtic. I think that's just a... Right, uh, uh... See, all I, want see I, I want to see us stay top of the league after hopefully beating St. Johnson. And You'll still be top of the league for a wee bit. Aye, but I want to be top of the league after the Celtic game's finished as well, obviously. Uh, I don't know, maybe Thistle might sneak a wee win, but I'll go for, no, I'll go for a draw. I'll go for 2-0. Two 2-0, all. Two all. OK. Right, now we're on to Sunday, the 4th of January. Oh, are we doing that just now? Off, right? I need to get my... Aye. My notes up. <laughs> <laughs> Not a euphemism. Get your notes up. Right, Dundee against Ross County. I'll go first for this one. I'm going to go 1-0 to Dundee. Chris? Aye, same. 1-0. Uh, Dundee against Ross County. 2-1, Dundee. Then we've got Inverness against St Mirren. I think Inverness are going to squish this. You know, I quite like uh, Hughes' comments after the games. I, I, I see my, I'm, I'm warming to him he's honest. as a manager. Aye, he's honest and aye, I, I like him. Aye. Right, so for that reason, I'm going to go 3-0. <laughs> John. How did, did he get an extra goal because you like him? Or what's... Aye, I, I, there's something about him. Something about okay. him, aye. As Chris says, he's honest. Aye. Which is quite simple. Yep. I'll go for... 2-0 to Inverness. Mm-hmm. Right, that's, well, I was thinking as well. 2-0 Inverness. Right, next game up, Partick this against Dundee United. Chris? Back to back predictions. Um, let's say 2-1 uh, Thistle, just for randomness. John? <laughs> Try to think, what did I predict Dundee United would do for the first of January the game? Well, I hope to win, so I will go for I'll go 2-1 Thistle as well. 2-1 Thistle. Aye, Dundee United aren't that good away from home. I'm going to go for two apiece. 
St Johnson against Hamilton. I'm going to. I went for a St Johnson draw against Aberdeen. The one-one. I'm going to go for a home victory for St Johnson. Two-one. Chris. One-nil St Johnson. Yep. One-nil St Johnson. Then we've got Motherwell against Aberdeen. Live in the telly box. Half three. Sky Sports one. John. <laughs> I'll go for. Uh, nil one, so Motherwell nil, Aberdeen one. <laughs> Chris, why is this live on the telly? Well, uh, why is it half an hour after everybody else to be live on the telly when it's a Sunday? That's no. just weird. Why not just kick off the three tails? I take it whoever's shown it's got a, a game just before it. Why is it only five games in a Sunday? Because Celtic are playing on Monday against Kilmarnock. Oh, are they? Yeah. A Monday? Monday night. Oh, uh, we mentioned that earlier in the podcast, I... John. You know, oh, listen. I know. Oh, I, know. I, must have, oh, I hate I must it when somebody that. doesn't listen. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> hey, anyway, you owed me, me that one. <laughs> That's one all. Craig one. John one. <laughs> when was the last time Motherwell took end of Aberdeen? Last, oh, last no, day of last uh, season? Oh, no, well, I, prior to this season, Aberdeen had to beat Motherwell at home for about six years or something like that. Uh, no, this is away from home, but um, no time that we can attend to beat Motherwell's in the Cups. Aye, and at Fart Park. He's a pretty good at beating at Fart Park, what I remember. So, I will aye. say, I'll go, I'll just give you a John, one now, Aberdeen. Aye, aye. I went for a Motherwell loss on New Year's Day. I'm going to go for an away victory at 1-0. <laughs> oh, there we are. Copy there use. we are. Well, I, I, see what I remember, that last time these two met was at Pitodri and it was an early Aberdeen goal and then it was just... Aye, it was 1-0. Rubbish. Aye. Aye, aye. The rest of the game was just, just a third after it was 1-0. Then we've got Monday Night Football with Gary Neville. <laughs> Gary Neville, aye. Kelly against Celtic. It's on Sky Sports. I think it is going to be Carragher and Neville discussing Kelly Celtic. I'm going to go for an away victory. I'm going to go 3-0 for this. I don't think we've played in a plastic pitch this season. That'll be interesting. Have you not? I don't think we've been at, we've not been at Hamilton yet. We're at Hamilton early January. So we're playing kind of probably back-to-back just a bit. Did you know play plastic any plastic pitches, pitches in, in Europe? This season? No, I don't think we did. No? We've a habit of doing that, but no this season. Aye. So that might be another sticky point for us. Even Eremenko doesn't like the plastic pitch. Ah, so hard. <laughs> um, I reckon we'll win, but it might be 2 1 Celtic. Yeah, I'll go for Kelly now, too. Uh, Celtic, too. <laughs> right, that's us finally done the predictions. That took us about 20 minutes. There's that many games. Uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> the first games have been played already. <laughs> <laughs> right, but now down to the exciting bit. Oh, we need to charity a bit. Aye. Oof, that's aye. another 20 minutes. That's, oh, it, aye. It's exciting. This is, where we, this is where we all debate about different merits of different things, and then eventually just one of us gives in because we want to get back to our drinks. Exactly. Uh, now, I didn't do my preparation properly because I didn't ask McBookie if we're going to get two charity bets, so I oh, think we'll just go with one. I would just go with one. I mean, the lower leagues is only one sit around anyway, so. Aye, aye. we'll just go with one. Once they give us a second one, we'll discuss that on Twitter anyway, won't we? McBookie. <laughs> So we'll, we'll be fine with that. Well, see that, but, that uh, then it becomes: do we go for like the Thursday games, or are we going if we're going for a whole week and it'll be the Saturday? And I go with the Thursday. We need to go with the Thursday just now because that's the first ones, and then my book will give us the other one. <laughs> <don't they? laughs> okay. Well, Season... I was going to jump straight in with a suggestion for first scorer. Right. Oh, which oh. will be the Saturday games. Which will be the Saturday games. I was going to go for James Keatings. In the derby, oh no chance! No, no, no! He's been oh, he's been getting on. the first goal for Hearts the last couple of weeks, but no, no, no in the derby. Sorry. No. <sighs> vetoed. Vetoed. Um. Oh, see, I was straight in there with confidence. What about Riley Fakuna in the south? I hope my Livingston good uh, good bet. I, I think he's so. one. Of, I think I think as well he's one of the ones that was featuring the top three for first goal scorers in Scottish games this season. I'm sure Mick Bookie sent that out one time recently. Do you know what's interesting about Livingston? That's uh, Rangers and Hearts recently played them and I know that Rangers uh, struggles maybe a, a strong word but they definitely didn't squish it and then Hearts as well just had a, a narrow victory despite them being uh, bottom of the table. 
Mm. But anyway, if you if user want to go for Riley, I'm happy. Happy with that one. That. Because you're right. Uh, it was suggested by was it McBookie when he aye, aye. done the stats. I'm happy with that one. I think it was maybe five or six times he scored first, maybe. Uh, and I think as well they've got odds up. Yep, yeah, they've got lots of betting for that. So sixty-four but different markets for that game they've got. But no first scorer. But that's they not. No, this, the thing is they're busy. Mister McBookie, he's a busy guy. Yeah, they don't get it. They've not got first. Oh. Uh. Right, so that's what we'll go for. Riley first scorer. I reckon it'll be about three or four to one. That'll be my prediction. Nice <laughs> odds. Aye. <laughs> right now, right that's the easy bit. Mm-hmm. That's the easy bit done. The first scorer. Um, what about Hibs Hearts both teams to score? That sounds like quite a sensible bet. Mm-hmm. Could maybe both teams to score is thirty-one to forty. If we're doing that, I don't want to be betting on Thursday games though, because the Thursday game might screw it up, and then there's no point even caring what happens on Saturday. Aye, so shall we right. just concentrate on the lower leagues then? I think so. Right, okay. So thirty one to forty Hibs Hearts. We can also do Sunday games if if needed. But aye, right, so both teams uh-huh. score. Thirty one to forty hearts against Hibs. What about Falkirk at home to Alloa? Or eight to thirteen. Or is that or do we maybe want to look elsewhere? No, well, I, I think that's a, I think that's a good bet. The odds aren't very attractive, to be honest, but I think it's still a good bet. Let's try and see. Let's see. Strandard at air. Oh, yeah, that could be good. Strandard at AR. Evens. Strandard got beat, though. They burst the, the charity bet the weekend. They got beat of Stennis Muir at home. Aye, well, would you have won then? Aye. Well, talking about Stenhouse Muir, what about Stenhouse Muir at home to Stone Albion? <coughs> Just under Evens, 37 to 40. Ah, that's not a bad plan at all, eh? But then Stenhouse, well... No, Stenhouse, we are trying to get away from that relegation zone and Sterling after drift, so it's possible. It's, it's quite a tough league, I'll say that one, this year. Mm. Well, what about, we? so we do Stenhouse, we are 30-70-40, what about throwing in uh, Queen of South 8-15, considering they're playing Livingston? Mm-hmm. Could be and then possible. we also throw in Falkirk, now that's pushing it because we've got, we've got four bets there, right? but a tenner and that brings 84-63. So, Falkirk, Queen of the South, Sternar, and Stenhouse Muir. I was going for, I wasn't including Sternar. All right. Uh, and I was going for uh, Hearts against Hibs, both teams to score. All right. So, Hearts, yes. Hibs, both teams to score, Stenhouse Muir, Queen of the South, and Falkirk. Do you think Should maybe... I throw in Sternar? My, my worry is we'll probably do a rubbish Hearts Hibs game. <laughs> yeah, and maybe, maybe a fourfold a bit too big. Right. When we can't even get a double at times. <laughs> Right, okay, so see if I take off the both teams to score, that brings it down to £47.68. That's a treble, will we go with that? What happens if you fling Stranard not it? Not? <laughs> oh, that's going to be good, because they're evens. Right. £95.36. Yeah, I, I think Stranard are due, but due to uh, bounce back. Very good, eh? Against the air as well. Air are rubbish, air are in free fall. Alright, will we go with that then? <coughs> what, about, what about our broth? 1-2 at home to Montrose? <laughs> Our broth were the only one that we got right in the charity bet. They beat East Five Five One. So we could do right. Our broth, I'll add that in. So what's what have we got? We've got See, back in the day when I pretended that I was adding all of this up. It used to take me ages. Right, one hundred and forty-three pound and four pence. If we do that fivefold. Fivefold. So we've got Falkirk at home at Alloa, Queen's South at home at Livingston. Yep. Stranar at air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. at home is still an Albion and Arbroath at home in Montrose. Mm-hmm. Aye, I think, yeah. But is that right. maybe too much? A five-fold or do we just go for it? Ach, go for it. It's New Year. I can hear Greg. It's, I can hear Greg. It's the crazy... If, if is Greg, he, you know, Greg's got to go for that. If Greg was here, he was saying, what? A f- just a five-fold? Aye, probably. He's, he's one Motherwell in there at 21. Aye, he's got a Motherwell in there. Both teams have scored hearts hubs as well. Let's get Ross County in at 3-1. to one. That's it. What'll be, that'll be 400 quid <laughs> or something like that. Ouch. Uh, uh, right, so that's what we'll go with. We'll go with Stennis Muir, Queen of South, Falkirk, Stranraer, Arbroath, £10 on returns £143. That £10 bet is currently off McBookie. Nice. Right, cool. Let's see if I still get more back to doubles next week, right? <laughs> I will keep it simple for the, 
Well, we're doing year. singles. Never mind doubles. <laughs> we're doing singles. Um, <laughs> we would still struggle to pick Aye, a single. It'll be singles on uh, hearts. What, that kind of thing. what I said earlier, I put both teams to score Celtic Ross County, so I'm I'm probably the last person to be betting these days. Aye. <clears throat> okay. Right. So I think that's us got to the end of the podcast. Aye, no I think we've covered everything on the, the agenda. Right, okay, right. I have to share this with you. I've obviously been off work on festive holidays and stuff and uh mm-hmm. I've Sitting, my, my, I came into the room one day and my wife was sitting watching E Channel or whatever, one of these stupid things. Oh, aye, it's Kardashians. Utter rubbish. Aye, it's Kardashians most of the time, right? But on mm-hmm. this aye. instance, she was watching something called Total Divas. Oh, Total Divas. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen this programme, it's basically reality TV meets WWE. It's the ladies of WWE. <laughs> that sounds good. It's amazing. So- some of them are quite fine looking as well. They're not bad, eh? Um, one, of them, one of them's engaged to get married to John Cena or something. This, aye, this is what happened in this episode, so... She's a, di- she's a Divas champion. Is she? Wait, uh, is that a spoiler? Because like, they, were, they were coming up in WrestleMania in the episode I've seen. No. <laughs> oh, you've ruined it. No, no. No, that, that's way back. WrestleMania, like, that's... That's last March or something like that. Okay, but aye, there's a new series just so, about to start or something. They're way behind, they're way behind. Aye, they're miles behind, so... Uh, so it's a spoiler, but no really a spoiler, because... <laughs> <laughs> see, in terms of the wrestling as well, on the Christmas-related theme earlier, we're talking about Christmas-related footballers and that. Last week on Raw, um, they, you know how like, in wrestling they have different types of matches, like TLC, Iron Man, Triple Threat, Fatal 4 and all that. Well, they mm-hmm. sometimes have a thing, they sometimes have a street fight, but mm-hmm. last week, because it, it was Christmas... It was mm-hmm. a miracle on 34th Street Fight. Brilliant. <laughs> so, it was, Brilliant. There was Christmas trees, there was Christmas presents, <laughs> there was all sorts. There was a, a kendo stick, which was like a big sugar candy cane. Oh, superb. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Anyway, I, I, I need to watch the, the, the finale of this Total Divas because I think it's going to come up a bit at uh, WrestleMania. And it was a, basically a battle royale between a lot of them. <laughs> Oh, right, aye. They had him in sand outfits recently as well. Right, I think I'm going to have to check this out. <laughs> right. So, thanks for coming on. Used to, uh, we, we were let down by Greg. He thought uh, a night out on the, on the beer was uh, was better than coming on the podcast, so he's let us all down. Because he's got a life. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for coming on. And if you manage to listen all the way at the end, thanks for listening. Uh, it's the first podcast in a while I've had a drink. <laughs> That's why you had a rant about Rangers as well. Huh? <laughs> Aye. Oh, I'll always have a rant about Rangers. Right, you know the Rangers fans turned off about 40 minutes ago now. <laughs> Aye. We need to right. think up all. <laughs> right, but thanks for listening and thanks for coming on. And we'll be back in the new year. Yeah, right, because cheers. we're never done this year. So. We'll be back in the new year, which means next week. But, yep. Uh, cool. <laughs> It makes it sound better saying back in the new year. Maybe later. later. That's a thought. We might be later next week because of the the Monday night game. Oh, the Celtic game. I will be on on there a wee bit later, but still Monday night. Right. Cheers, in. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. Cheers. See you later.